Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome back to Coast View. I really enjoyed that conversation with Clay Williams. What a great leader he is at the uh, Gulfport Biloxi International Airport. We're really lucky to have him in such a great board that he has working with him. Hey, listen, we're going we're gonna to move over to some friends from the CB base here shortly, the Naval Construction Battalion Center. But before we do that, I want to read something. Again, I want, once again, Stacy Waldrop, my dear friend, and she's so positive, but she posted this. And by the way, I should say this before we get started. One of the cool things about, about Facebook, it's like one of the only cool things about Facebook, because I've got lots of issues with Facebook, but you get data from people coming and engage with the, with the uh, Coastview site. I get to see where they're from. I get to see you know, what their age group is, whether they're male or female. It's a lot, you get a lot of interesting demographic information. And, you know, people certainly from the coast, all across the coast, they, they are engaged pretty significantly. But from, you know, from some states, from, you know, Washington, D.C., they're engaged. From Jackson, they're engaged. You know, Madison, which is probably where some of the people who work in Jackson live. But it's really interesting. Wide variety of people, wide variety of ages. But no, no matter what age you are, I think you'd be able to relate to this. Uh, here it is. I asked an elderly man once what it was like to be old and to know the majority of his life was behind him. He told me that he was he has been the same age his entire life. He said the voice inside of his head had never aged. He has always just been the same boy, his mother's son. He had always wondered when he would grow up, up and be the old man. He said he watched his body age and his faculties dull, but the person he is inside, never got tired, never aged, never changed. Our spirits are eternal. Our souls are forever. The next time you encounter an elderly person, look at them and know they are still a child, just as you are still a child. And children will always need love, attention, and purpose. I love that because, you know, I think about myself. You know, I'm 64 years old now. I don't feel it. And I don't, I don't, I don't feel it physically. I certainly don't feel it inside of me. That voice inside me, oftentimes, is is that child. You know, think about when I go hunting or fishing with my kids. It's not like I'm with my kids. It's like I'm a kid with them. I guess it's maybe just a frame of mind, you know. But it's something to think about. With that in mind, let's kind of move over to my friend Brian Lamar, who is uh, head of public affairs at the at the uh, CB base or the Naval Construction Battalion Center. It's just a lot easier to say the CB base. And he has oh, a yeah. friend with him today, Ruby Brown, and we'll talk about Ruby here in just a second. But how you, how how are both of you doing? Let me start with that. Ruby, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Doing great. Good. Good. Brian, doing good as well. Been? Yeah, good. I'm, I'm good. Here, um, yeah, can't I haven't. I haven't heard from you in a while. Where have you been, man? Uh, I've been hiding. Uh, <laughs> people, uh, people are getting mean online, so I just, uh, I just, you know, I calm down a lot. I, I don't uh, get in debates and stuff with folks uh, on Facebook anymore. I, I just been, uh, just been kind of calmed down. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that's good. But you know, you you know this well. Here on Coastview, we've got a real dedication to the military community. The military 
uh, and every every branch of the military has some role to play here in coastal Mississippi. The people that you bring here from all over the world, and in the case of the CB base, the people that you send all over the world. I mean, you have you have you have people who are stationed at at the CB base today that are literally in theaters all around the world. Give people a sense of where they're located. Well, so as uh, as this is uh, airing, um, we will have the leadership Gulf Coast. Uh, uh, tour group uh, on the base. Uh, it's that that master class that they do every year. They're going to be on the base, and, and they're going to be seeing some of the the capabilities that we have on on the base. But uh, but yeah, you're right. Uh, we do take folks in from all over the all over the world. Basically, uh, you know, sailors sailors come from from all fifty states. Uh, even even the even the landlocked states like Kansas and Oklahoma, you get a lot of sailors from there. Uh, uh, you know, oddly enough, but uh, but we we've got such a diverse uh, platform of missions here. We you know obviously we've got the operational units that, uh, that that you know a lot of people know as the Atlantic Fleet Seabees, and that we've always got a battalion that's that's out somewhere in uh, you know in the in the world, and we've always got a battalion that's getting ready and we've always got a battalion, uh, battalion that's just gotten back and they're recovering from their last deployment. So we've always got folks going out, uh, spread out all across the world, doing all kinds of wonderful missions uh, for humanitarian assistance, uh, partnership and allied nations assistance, and then also assisting combatant commanders uh, in anything they need infrastructure-wise. It's a, yes, it's really it's really incredible to see that. And if you were to list the countries where people are located today, it would take probably the rest of the show. In some some cases, you can't even say where they are. They might have right, passed yeah, through. Yeah. They might have passed through Spain as, and then directed who knows where. But it's a it's an amazing it's an amazing uh, uh, group, uh, very very talented, dedicated uh, people who are doing just incredible work. And I love the the humanitarian work that they do as well. That could be after hurricanes or earthquakes or right. you name it, they're involved in it, and we're so lucky to have them. Um, so let's talk for a se- second about, and we've had some conversations about this before, but the Navy Gateway Inns and Suites is really important to the base. Tell why. So, so the Navy Gateway Inns and Suites, it, it's a, it's an, it's a. Uh, entity on our base. Uh, a lot of people would say it's like a military hotel uh, where, uh, or, or a transient barracks space where folks who are here for shorter amounts of time or they're transitioning from one place to the other, they go into Navy Gateway Inns and uh, Suites and, and they use uh, those facilities to uh, to bridge that gap uh, between, you know, pl- from place to place. As you know, military members, they're moving around all the time and, and uh, it's not always feasible to have them outside of the base in a hotel or whatever so we have that capability on the base um it's, it's just one of one of the many uh facilities that we we provide every base has this every base feels like it's incredibly important and um and ruby who sits there next to you she's a, a guffport resident been here i don't know i won't say ruby you've been here for a while and uh, so you have a great base of operation here in coastal Mississippi, but you've worked there for quite a while. Tell me about what you do, Ruby. Um, what I do uh, is I just make sure that the soldiers are for leisure or TDY, whatever, come and they feel comfortable. They feel at home. Based um, just to take care, you know, take care of them and their families why they're here um so when they do go elsewhere they'll say well that navy gateway in gulfport mississippi that was the place to stay so yeah 
Well, what you know, what was interesting, and I say this all the time on my show, that some of the best conversations happen <clears throat> during the breaks or, or before the show. And one of the things I noticed about you, Ruby, right off the bat was, and the radio audience will have to go to YouTube or Super Talk TV or to the, or the Facebook video to see this. But the thing I, I saw about you immediately was that you had a beautiful smile. You have a beautiful smile. And Thank I you. have another saying that I say about people like you, and that is that you can see their heart through their eyes. You you seem like a really kind person. So when you say to people that you want to make sure their stay on this base is one that they remember when they go other places, they look back on it and say that this was a very special stay that I had in, in Gulfport, Mississippi. You really believe it, don't you? Oh, yes, I do. I do. Um because I mean, my husband, he's, you know, he's a veteran 25 years in the army and we've been places and um, with the people that I've met, you know, how they treat me and my husband while we were traveling and, and PCS and ETS and all that, um, you know, I kind of took that to heart, you know, you know, so, so yeah, you're, you're like extremely I dedicated basically. Yeah, you're extremely dedicated is what it really comes down to. And um, so she, she over, over the course of your long service there, you've won service award and you've gotten professional certificates and you've been employee of the month and quarter. And I'm not surprised by any of that, I might add. But the thing that brings you to this show is a special award. Tell us about that, Brian. So there's actually two of them um, uh, that she received this year, Employee of the Year for all of the, the Navy, Navy Gateway Ends and Suites personnel. So that's Employee of the Year. Um, she, well, you were also uh, fourth quarter uh, Employee of the employee Quarter. quarter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so those two designations are, are good. Those are among her peers here. Uh, so she you know, was best of the best this past year. And let me tell you what, in the in the last uh, 365 days at the Navy Gateway Inns and Suites, it's been crazy. They've been recovering from uh, taking on um, the USS Tripoli when they had to uh, scatter uh, and, 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 and quarantine themselves or, or be isolated from each other. Uh, they handled that. They handled all the COVID mitigations, the extra cleanings and, and just um, hurricanes when they came up and all that kind of stuff uh, over the past year. But not only is she best of the best amongst her peers here, she also out of 71 other Navy Gateway ends and suites at other bases in the Navy. So this is worldwide. She got best housekeeper of the year for the entire Navy. So that, that's that's saying something. Out of thousands, that thousands is, of housekeepers. Yeah. That is incredible, Ruby Brown. When we come back from break, I want to talk about the Triple E event and why that was kind of significant and what that meant. I want to talk about um, you know what what drives you beyond what you said to me today to, to want to do such a great job. We'll, we'll continue our conversation with Ruby, Brian, Ruby Brown excuse me, and Brian Lamar from the CB Base after this break. You can also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to Coast View. Brian Lamar, a great friend of Coast View. I had to tell you a quick story. I hadn't, I think it was literally my first week on the job, literally my first week. And what I would do is drive down to the station. They gave me my own studio and I would do my show and then I would leave. So I would, usually when people arrived to be on my show, they, the front door of the, of the station was locked and I would make sure they got in and they'd come on back and I'd do my show. Um, but anyway, Brian, and I think you had a compadre with you, Brian, shows up at the front door and they said, guys from CB Base want, want, to, want us, you know, to talk to you. And, um, you know, later learned that you had become really good friends with Kip and you had done a similar role for Kip. But what I, what I came to know about you, which is sort of how, how I saw people like you when I was at the Sun-Herald, is that people like you really are serious about your work and you want to make sure that you you're have good relationships with the people who are getting the messages out there. And you particularly uh, went out of your way to say you really appreciate the fact that I'm taking this kind of long-form show where we can get to know people better mm -hmm. and that you would love to have the opportunity to have the commander come on and other people come on the show. It was just a great first meeting. It, it made it made a great impression on me. And uh, from that point on, we've we've been, uh, Ryan, it's been almost two years. January would be two years that we've been doing this, wow. which is incredible to me, to be honest. We, we've had over six... About over 600 conversations. I think COVID helped speed that up. You know what I mean? I mean, we, you know, we got into that COVID mode in March and, uh, you know, life kind of goes on. But, but you, you've been a real good friend to coach you. And I wanted to thank you publicly for, for your leadership. Uh, Ruby, you coming back to you for a second. Yeah, you're welcome. So coming back to you, Ruby. So, you know, you're just kind of trucking along doing your work. You're being an employee of the, of the uh, quarter and you're getting all these service awards and, but then COVID comes. You probably pretty much immediately real, realized that your life was going to change in terms of how you do your work. Tell me about uh, you know how that all played out early in the COVID world. Um, first, I want to say, I mean, we have an awesome team at Navy Gateway Inns and Suites, from uh, Nancy to Katie and all the housekeepers I work with. Uh, we went from cleaning rooms every day to not going in the rooms at all. Um, but we, we still provided, you know, if you put your trash out, your linen out, we replace all that. We still want to make sure that you're comfortable um, being here, but we're, but we're just not going, coming into your room. Um, and we went from there to, okay, maybe we'll come in the room once a week, you know, um, till now we're, we're just, um, Basically the same with the, yeah. with the with the COVID um, wearing the mask and you know it's kind of hard to wear a mask and clean a room because um, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah so but other you, than that but, I mean it's 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 pretty yeah, much the pretty much take care I guess on a daily basis but we're just not servicing the rooms every day yeah like before so, pre COVID. What is what is really true is that you really took your work very seriously. So it's just beyond sort of how you project to others, which is this very positive person who loves her work. But you you knew that your role in helping to keep people safe was was really important, and, and that if you could project that, and the people, the team that you work with could project that, that people when they got in their rooms would really feel safe. And I mean that to to actually get this distinction during this time frame is 
is more than an honor than just getting it during normal times. Is you know, don't you agree, uh, Brian? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, with the, I mean, just if you think about uh, you know the the guys that are you know they, they call themselves the frontline workers, the uh, the Navy uh, housekeepers on base. They they also were. There was lots of folks uh, that were stuck. Uh, in uh, what's called restricted of movement, uh, ROM is what we call them, or, uh, or in some sort of isolation, uh, not because they necessarily had COVID, but because maybe they had been exposed or they'd been they'd been traveling to a, a hot spot, and so uh, they had to they had to figure out how to make sure that uh, the service members still got clean linens and 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 cleaning uh, you know supplies and stuff for their restroom and all that stuff like that, but also uh, they were helping uh, facilitate uh, which which people were rommed and where meals would go on their doorstep so they could continue to eat and stay in their rooms and it was it was a logistical push uh but uh, people like ruby just kind of stepped up to the plate and the navy kept doing its mission because of get dedicated people like ruby when we went to break we mentioned briefly the tripoli we've told that story before but talk about what what was significant about the tripoli situation um, well, I'll start from from my section. I'll, I'll let Ruby finish. But uh, so our base was selected uh, probably due to proximity, but also due to uh, the the uh, the physical availability of amenities. Uh, but uh, when COVID first hit, and um, and I think there was a there was a push uh, in the entire Navy because of some uh, some ruffled feathers that occurred. Uh, I think the uh, USS Roosevelt was involved with that, if you remember that. Uh, but uh, but there was there was a big push. Like, okay, now we got ships. We've got we've got uh, fighting platforms where people can't separate from each other and 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 stay that six feet apart. Uh, and also, you know, if, if you ever looked at a living quarters inside a ship, they're pretty tight. Uh, how do we keep our sailors safe? So the CB base uh, was identified uh, to to take care of the Tripoli. Uh, and their lodging and accommodation needs because of the proximity. They're, they're, they were getting, um, I don't know, they were, something was happening, some heavy maintenance or something on the Tripoli uh, at uh, Pascagoula. And then they called us and said, can you, can you support? And then uh, that was on Easter Sunday uh, during the COVID. So. Yeah. so so Ruby, then you kind of kicked in and, and okay, well, you had a, we were running to the end and Kyle just added a couple of minutes. But Ruby, you saw these young <laughs> Tripoli guys come along and they had to stay at the end, and they were there for an extended period of time. Tell me about your role in that. Well, my role was, I mean, we just had to make sure that they, they stayed in their rooms. <laughs> so, um, so we pretty much had to do everything for them uh, yeah. because they had to stay in their room. So we had to make sure they, they got what they needed for the time that they was, they was here. Um, and to make them happy, basically, because it's kind of hard to be stuck on a ship um, for an extended amount of time. So we kind of like help them out with that. Well, Ruby, thank you so much for what you've done. I can't tell you how impressive it is to be pointed out as the number one in the nation at what you do right here at the CB base. And Brian, thank you for your continued partnership. We really appreciate you. Y'all both have a Thanks great for day. Fun, Ricky. You, thank you, you bet. You, you bet. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow.
follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.